Hey everyone, welcome to Mike on Audio. Today we're gonna to be talking to Bruno Putzes. He's an incredible engineer, and I can't wait to get to talking to him. So let's get right into it. How are you today, Bruno? I mustn't grumble. Had a lovely busy day as usual. Well, I know it's a little late over there, and I wanna thank you for taking the time to uh, talk to me today. The, the reason I really, really, really wanted to talk to you was because I've recently tried uh, an audiophonics amplifier with your uh, purify modules that you designed inside of them and I was blown away and this this came actually from a good friend of mine who re had referred me to to these modules and has spoken to you in the past I think via email and he is just uh, you know totally enamored by these modules and thinks they're they're great and he wasn't wrong so how did you get your start because I, I know you didn't invent class D amplification but you made class D amplification really, really good. So how did that get its, uh, its, its, its beginnings? I think I started roughly like, like a lot of people on the, on, on the, on the class D scene, especially that let's say there's, there's been a whole bunch of people who got started on class D in the nineties. Um, and I, I started as, as naively as all the rest, which is to say that, 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 when when uh, when you start with class D and especially then 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 for some reason it had the it it, it had the reputation for sounding of sounding harsh and aggressive back in those days uh, let's say so the, the first toe in the water kind of experiment that you would would do was with one of those uh, driver chips from from Harry's um, and, uh, and 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 one of the reval boards or something that you that you just sort of base on that and then. Uh, and and you build something up and, and try it and uh, and then what actually comes out of the speaker is uh, it can in, in 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 no possible way be described as harsh um and uh actually i later found out that basically most people who said that class d amplifiers sound hard, harsh had never heard one but simply assumed that because it was switching it must sound it it, it must necessarily sound gritty so uh, everyone from 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 let's say my generation who started with class D started off being being rather astonished that straight off the bat they were at least pleasant to listen to, um, and so like uh, like like many of my peers I sort of um, imagined that I somehow I mean considering the the, the reputation of class D I somehow had managed to make world's first audio file class D amplifier. My my luck has been that I then took my amplifier. To, uh, to to my father and, uh, and said, well, you've got to listen to that. And uh, he went like, oh well, it's uh, yeah, it's got it's, it's it's got some potential, it's got some promise, but you're not quite there yet. Um, and so that 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 that, that punctured the balloon a bit. If if there hadn't been well, my father and some other people to sort of point out specifically, like listen to this thing, listen to to to, to what's going on in the, with, with this part of the of the of of of, of the sound. And 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 so on. I might, might might have never been critical enough to actually say, okay, well, yes, it is promising, but there's there's more work to be done. And and what I find is is, is looking at, at at sort of the history of those those past thirty years, that a number of people just had sort of pitched their tent too quickly and said said, oh, I'm I'm, I'm done. It's great. And 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 I've learned not to do that. I've learned actually to say, well, um, uh, um, okay, I'm I'm happy with the result, but I can still. Uh, hear this and that, and I should find out uh, why there's uh, there's still that not sounding perfectly right and everything. So it's learning to be not too not too happy to uh, to 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 quickly and 
in a way, my philosophy concerning Class D has actually become even more strict than before. So nowadays, when people ask me, like, uh, like, uh, why do you do Class D? My answer is always like, I wanted to make an amplifier that's that's uh, compact and efficient, and that's why I do Class D. Uh, but other than that, uh, a Class D amplifier is trying to do just about anything except amplify sound, and you've got to, you've got to tame the beast. The reality from my past is a bit different in that uh, that I actually was was not too unhappy with the first result. Um, but the way you should look at Class D is really as a as as a, as a challenge, as something to uh, not as something as something that you just uh, just achieve just like that. Now, you mentioned your dad. Did you come from an audiophile family? Is that did you grow up around audio, uh, audio and stuff like that? Uh, yes, I did. When I was really young, uh, say say sort of sort of age eleven, twelve, I was sort of your your, your classical. Uh, a computer boy so i had a, a uk made 8-bit computer called the amstrad cpc and i learned learned the ropes for programming and programming assembly language and so on on on, on, on that thing and then moved on to to to, to pc but meanwhile my father was uh, was was very much into building loudspeakers building amplifiers and 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 and, and, and so on and uh, uh, but it, it never really caught my attention. I mean, I sat in when they, when he and his friends were listening and and and, and discussing things. But it's, it sort of never gelled in my head until I was was like sixteen, uh, and I and I was doing this massive software project, um, and all of a sudden I said, "Well, I'm not sure if I want to do this for the rest of my life." So I, so, so, so I trotted downstairs to see what my dad was up to, and um, and and he had a friend over. Um, and they were doing a, a shootout between two two amplifiers. One one was uh, was a shiny solid state amplifier from from a Danish company. I can't can't remember what what the name was, but it was it looked very glitzy and, and, and very solid and very high end. And then um, against that, they were pitting um, um, a, a little valve amplifier from 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 the nineteen sixties or fifties and so by a company called Armstrong, uh, a pair of EL eighty fours aside and. The Armstrong uh, amplifier completely slaughtered the uh, the Danish um, the, the Danish transistor amplifier. So, uh, I mean, uh, even even with my then untrained ear, that was bloody obvious that there was a winner, and it was not the one that you would expect. So yeah, for for me that that was the point where I said, well, this is interesting because there's something to be learned here. There's something out, there's there's something we can try and find out about. And clearly, uh, clearly these things. Aren't be aren't known already because uh, because as we were discussing there they had all sorts of theories and and, and nowadays I know that those were act, were actually the, the the theories that are that many of those was, are still doing the rounds in mm -hmm. the earlier circles as to explain explaining so to speak um, why uh, what why the the the, the 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 valve amplifier sounds better and 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 and, and so on and it was obvious that it was things to be learned and I. I really, I started off being on the, somewhat on the on the fringe end of um, of the field. So I started started very much believing, for instance, that negative feedback was a bad thing for for an amplifier and, and all of those things. But fortunately, I kept my eyes open and my ears as well. That's incredible because yeah, I <clears throat> the one thing I did notice, and I, like I said, I have not yet built the uh, the eval one. Um, you know, because I am going to do a DIY project with that, but I do yeah. have the Audiophonics who, um, you know, they design their own interface board. Mm -hmm. However, they're using, a, you know, your the Purify One um, mm -hmm. ET Four Hundred A's. So, what the my first impression was, 
first of all, this does not sound like a class D amplifier. This sounds mm. way too warm, way too nice, way too class A, <laughs> you know? So I was like, this is incredible. And it, the reason I, okay, the reason I got, I started in all of this was because I purchased, you can't really see them in the back there because it's dark back there, but I purchased two um, Infinity Reference 8 Kappas. So they require a lot of power on the low end. They, they dip down to two ohms on the low end. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you you can't feed them that power, it's they're not going to sound really good. They're not going to sound full range, how I like it. Mm -hmm. So that was, the, that was the how all of this got started. And then my friend said, well, take a look at the Audiophonics because Purify is the best and all this other stuff. And... And then it, it all kind of snowballed from there. But um, you got your start really young because I, I researched you. And there were some pictures of you very young tinkering around with uh, with amplifiers and stuff like that. So you got your start with Philips, correct? Yeah, that's, uh, that, 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 that's correct. Um, and then you, bra sorry. you branched out. Um, how did your experience at Philips, uh, did, did that kind of pave the way for kind of where you went from there or was that kind of just I a so, yes. stone? I, 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 I absolutely think so um, because uh, I mean uh, I don't know what, uh, what what reputation Philips has in 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 your neck of the woods but uh, but in the in the audio community in in in, in Belgium and, and the Netherlands I mean, Philips is of course a Dutch company um, it's it's a well-known fact that Philips is a place where a lot of, of is or was. I mean, the company has changed changed immensely since. But back in those days and 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 decades before, Philips was a was a company where an, an awful amount of absolutely superb research was being was being done, and uh, and and so sort of great audio inventions were 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 made by people at Philips. Um, it's it was really only just the the. The management that was totally incapable of turning t t turning these inventions into uh, in, in, into money, um, and I think sort of I was uh, I was at the sort of the last generation of people who who have really been able to benefit from that. That is to say, you you, you learn how to design products, you you you, you learn how to industrialize them, and. I had the the additional luck that uh, the office where I was working, which was actually very close to my home, um, was sort of they, they they always wanted to punch above their weight, um, um, and they were kind of unpopular within the uh, with, with with the with the top management at at Philips because I mean there was this, this little this, this little Philips uh, joint in, in 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 Leuven and they really wanted to shut that down, mm -hmm. and what Leuven did as a as a result was. Um, uh, was 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 just foster uh, any uh, anyone they had that that had something interesting going, and there were a couple of people people doing, uh, doing interesting uh, interesting stuff with uh, with um, wireless uh, wireless audio, and 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 I was doing doing the class D stuff, of course, and uh, and I was allowed to experiment as much as I wanted, and it was only occasionally bothered. With, uh, uh, with with doing something that might be actually commercially useful, I, I was protected in, uh, to an unbelievable extent. So it, it was a good experimental phase for you. Then you got a chance to yes. kind of use their use their resources to yeah. to kind of uh, further so, along. 
exactly so i tried i tried basically any uh, any of the fanciful audio files idea that I, there's that i had plus a number of uh, a, 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 a number of more engineering like approaches that 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 that, that, that were opposed to that so for instance um i i um i, I constructed um uh, fairly, fairly baffling circuit. Um, uh, uh, an ampli a class D amplifier, no feedback, that would process DSD audio directly. So, uh, and and I was doing that while everywhere else people were only dreaming of that. But I actually get, had 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 pretty a uh, pretty good results uh, for uh, for an amplifier with uh, with, with no feedback. I had uh, I, I got the lowest uh, distortion ever seen on an amplifier without uh, 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 without feedback, and of course it did the magic thing with uh, with the DSD, which, which at that point was uh, was sort of uh, sort of uh, hugely hyped as an, as uh, as as an audio format, and it sounded all right. Um, but then the sort of the thing which I then designed to challenge that was a very simple um, self-oscillating feedback amplifier called UCD. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's say over most of the, uh, for most part, it actually slaughtered this uh, this, this hugely complicated uh, uh, all DSD, uh, uh, no feedback uh, thing. So that that really brought home that 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 there was just too much mythology going on and that the that the engineering approach would would win the day if properly applied that's the way to do it um and there's only there's not that many uh, innovators in the you know amplifier field that i i feel i have been able to talk to and and, and really kind of get get their ideas but uh you're you're the first that has really revolutionized class D amplification. Now, um, after Philips, you uh, worked on uh, Hypex, right? In Grim Audio? Yeah. Uh, how, how was that? That's correct. Sorry. Now, Hypex Sorry. is, is I mean, I'm going to be using a Hypex uh, uh, PSU on, on my build. Okay. So uh, what did you do with Hypex? Um, well, the, uh, so, so as as I said, Philips had no idea how to uh, how to commercialize interesting ideas, and so at some point, um, sort of our, our local management at Philips uh, decided, well, if we've got this UCD circuit, it really looks promising because it's uh, because it's insanely cheap and it 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 performs so well that it can basically replace linear amplifiers in in in, in quite a lot of uh, of applications where at that point linear amplifiers were otherwise the only option. Um, and uh, if the internal customer within Philips wouldn't bite, we would just go elsewhere. And uh, and and we just started offering the IP to uh, to, to companies uh, uh, companies outside the uh, the corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hypex was one of those. They they coughed up for a license, and um, shortly afterwards, sort of sort of work at Philips started drying up for me. And the the, the owner of Hypex said said how about uh, how about joining us instead uh, which i did and I've stayed there mm-hmm. for, for for at least uh, at least 10 years um grim audio was uh, was a side project at that point that, that was together with uh, a number of other former philips colleagues that we had some 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 plans on on building equipment specifically for the for the pro audio scene um, so we started that company, and that, that ran ran alongside Hypex, and I only uh, only left Grim at uh, at a point where I saw that that it simply 
was impossible to 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 combine the two with the uh, the amount of time and energy that I had. Right, um, and then that brings us to pur- purify. Okay, so can you tell me um, what makes the purify modules very special? How did you design them to sound so good? It's it's a question that I get more often. Um, how how do how did I design the amplifier for uh, for, for such good sound? Um, but actually, my, my philosophy is not really to 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 um, uh, to go immediately uh, to, to go immediately for sound. The question is that the, the 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 way that I like to ask the question is what is the the performance that I expect from uh, from, from say a, a power amplifier so that it it, it it sounds good and good in in this case meaning um, meaning as close to totally transparent as you as you possibly can of course that's that's mostly about uh, about getting it getting the performance to be to, to be good enough and there's been a progression in, the, in, in that so, so I designed UCD and then that was followed up by uh, by, by, by Encore and Encore was really like a, a UCD amplifier with, uh, with with an extra bit added in that allowed me to uh, to, uh, to, to to increase the, uh, the, the the loop gain of the of the feedback system without risking uh, instability because that's that, that's always a big thing and, and you, you hear that repeated or, or also by people who uh, who poo poo class the amplifiers or, or poo poo uh, um, negative feedback on, on in, in, in the audio scene? They say, oh, we yeah, have negative feedback. That's that's that that, that can that's unstable or, uh, or 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 something like that. Well, no, it's it's it, it isn't necessarily. If you do a good job, it's uh, rock solid. But getting it rock solid is uh, is 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 not easy. So uh, so then. The, then uh, the, the next thing you need to do to do is well try and, and figure out like, how do I build an amplifier that's got a lot of uh, a lot of feedback and is still perfectly perfectly stable, and uh, and the step from UCD to Encore was was doing just just that, um, um, and that 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 bought me at least about about twenty dB more uh, more more loop gain and to a degree. Um, the, the 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 eigentact module was very much uh, was was very much a further progression from that. So I have to, I have to get twenty or thirty or even even more d, d, db worth of feedback on top of what I had uh, ha, had before. Um, and I mean, it's it's it, it's it sounds like I'm touting feedback, but the thing is, of course, that every time I, I, I every time I do that and I then listen to the result. I just find that it well, as you say, it sounds more beautiful, warmer, and 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 all all, all those adjectives, um, confirming every time again my suspicion that uh, that 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 warmth in uh, in in a uh, in, in reproduced sound should be uh, not something that an amplifier adds, but should be something that an amplifier preserves uh, in the in the input signal. The warmth should should be there uh, in the in the if the if the warmth is in the recording then you that then then if the amplifier doesn't meaningfully change the signal then you're going to hear that and uh, and, and same with all the, all the spaciousness and and, and and detail and punch and slam and whatever adjective you might you, you might find I I don't I don't seek to improve any of those uh, subjective parameters uh, consciously or separately or anything it's it's, it's it's really just saying well I assume that these that these qualities are present 
in, uh, in, 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 in the input signal. And all I want is to make sure that the output signal resembles the input signal to, to such an extent that I can hear all this, uh, all, all these things actually coming out of the, out of the loudspeaker. That's, uh, that's, that's essentially the idea. So yeah, it's, what's the special thing about the EigenTuck modules is, is, is again, a bunch of major and minor engineering breakthroughs uh, to do more really with uh, with mathematics with um, circuit modeling with uh, sort of how do you, how do you calculate the the behavior of of, of, of a beast like a self oscillating PWM modulator and so on rather than 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 than, than, than actual circuit design the 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 if uh, the I mean apart from 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 the uh, from the loop filter, the, um, the, the, the circuit of an eigentact module is a fairly straightforward classical class D amplifier. You get a comparator, a MOSFET driver, a uh, pair of MOSFETs, uh, an, an, an output choke and an output capacitor. Um, so that's, which is kind of the, the bits that all class D amplifiers have. And, uh, and that, that is, that is a, a bit in which the, uh, the, the, the architect module is, 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 is in no way uh, revolutionary because it is just how these things are done. Um, the revolutionary bit is really just in a, in a, in, in a, in a huge um, filter um, that's, that, that, that's placed in a, in a feedback loop around that, the power stage and that, that by now, Achieves a fairly astronomic uh, 80 dB uh, uh, loop loop gain all the way up to uh, all the way up to, to 20 kilohertz, which is not normally seen in, in power amplifiers. You would normally only see that sort of thing actually in a in a signal delta modulator for um, for an A to D or a D to A converter, which incidentally is is where not just me but other class D experts sort of get their their inspiration from um, the, the the these these techniques. Uh, are completely unknown in circles of, of class A uh, am amplifier designs, but they are completely normal in uh, with people who design uh, design A to D and D to A converters. And well, pr some people will probably know that that I've actually done some some work in uh, in in in, uh, in D to A conversion as well, which was also quite well received. There is this uh, this link between these two technologies, which uh, which which allows me to. Um, also to be to be active in in, in both of those uh, uh, both of those fields. Harkening back to to your time at Philips, uh, you mentioned you were actually you asked if if Philips was was prominent in or what the opinion of Philips was in the U.S. Uh, I personally respect and love them because they brought us the CD, and mm -hmm. and for me, I I'm a huge fan. I mean, I have. I, I can just have CDs here. I have the Pesh mode. I, I have so much stuff going on over here at my desk. I love CDs, and Philips was one of one of the you know godfathers of CDs. So, uh, hearkening for, back from that, um, digital to analog conversion is very important to me because I do listen to CDs, and I like uh, to see what each DAC does. Under which company did you create the DACs? Um, this is the, the the product is sold uh, under the uh, Mola Mola brand, which is actually a house brand of uh, Hypexes. Um, okay. And the, uh, the, uh, the 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 converter is sold uh, under the name Tambaki. It's uh, it's it's a fairly high end uh, piece. So it's it's being I don't know what the US price is, but it's probably it's, it's probably somewhere upwards of uh, of fifteen k. 
um, but, uh, but several <laughs> several reviewers uh, have uh, have have gone on record, including that zero file, saying that 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 this has slaughtered everything else they'd ever heard before. So, um, so, so as I said, it is it is well received, and it is a it is a design that I'm quite I'm quite proud of. ATD and D two A has been been sort of a parallel interest for me besides amplifier design, and then. Sort of, sort of, over the past 10, 15 years, I've also taken a sidetrack to uh, to to loudspeaker design, as you probably know. Key audio, exactly. I have seen a lot of your work. Uh, I I actually didn't know you were the you you were the the man, you know, over at Key Audio, and I've seen it online. I've seen it on social media, and it's it's really some beautiful stuff. Okay, so for those of you who um, don't know, this is. Mr. Bruno's brand right here, Key Audio. Uh, I like the design. Now, did did you do? Did you have a lot of input in the aesthetics of the design, or did you kind of just work on the internals and make it sound really, really good? Um, I'm 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 a bit of a control freak, so so uh, so, so I designed the aesthetics uh, as, as well. I'm also head of industrial design in 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 that way. Um, so the key with uh, the, the key three was really designed by two um, by, by 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 two people. So so sort of I, I took the lead and designed the uh, the, the the acoustics and, uh, and 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 the architecture and uh, and the algorithms and then the actual um, mechanical design and and, and and electrical design was was uh, split. I think I, I I basically did most of the uh, the the of, of the the CAD work, including the. Uh, the 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 cabinet, which is an injection molded piece, so I actually taught myself how to design plastic parts, and then the the actual uh, circuit circuit boards. That was really a matter of, of of just we needed we knew which circuit boards we we we, we needed done what what amplifiers what what, what DSP boards and stuff, and then uh, Bart van der Laan and myself we just split the work and and just uh, took turns design designing bits and bobs. But yeah, the, the industrial design is very much mine. So what's amazing is that you've taken your experience with Purify, with, you know, um, Hypex, with doing all that stuff. And then you've kind of molded yourself into, into Key Audio, which, uh, you know, uses a lot of, uh, I would assume, a lot of, you know, philosophies and, 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 and theories from, from your time, you know, there into the products you're doing now, correct? Yes, well, I was uh, because Key and Purify are, 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 are sort of my my two main jobs. Uh, so, so, so I split my time between between the two, and I I, I like it that way because what I do at Purify is uh, is, is 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 very much um, sort of more more uh, research uh, oriented, and at, at Key it's really doing a finished product. And and I like doing doing both of those things. I would be I would be totally unhappy if I if I had to spend my life doing only one or only the other. So, so it's it's uh, it, for, for for me personally it's uh, it, it's it, it's it's a goal it's a golden combination because uh, because I I can get to keep to, to keep my head in the clouds and keep my feet on the ground at the same time. I am excited about about this this the the Eigentalk project. I um I didn't know who to contact, so I'm I'm friends with um, Peter Lingdorf, and that's who kind of got my foot in the door with everything. So, um, uh, because I know he's part of 
Purify, correct? He, he he is. He's one of the he's one of the co-founders, and uh, and and he's the, the the main investor in the company. Yeah, I, I have had him on this on this show as well, so uh, I have had a chance to talk to him. He he is uh, an interesting character to say the least. Um, he's got to be a lot of fun around the office, I'm sure. But um, oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So so far, uh, from what I can tell, I'm impressed. I think that. I have a feeling that the what I'm going to build, and and I know Audiophonics tweaked their their interface card a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be pretty fairly similar because I I'm going to be using uh, the same power supply, the mm-hmm. same you know uh, the same modules. The only thing really different is going to be the interface card. So, mm-hmm. do you feel the interface card would uh, change the the tonality or the, the the signature of the sound at all it tends to do so uh, much much more than i care to be honest mm-hmm. um so um in a way the um the the input board that uh, that purify sells uh sells as part of the evaluation kit is almost um rudimentary on purpose let's put it that way uh well, because i i wanted to leave some space for um for 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 the, the uh, our oem customers to, uh, to 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 sprinkle their own fairy dust and uh, and 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 I didn't really I didn't really feel that that it would make a lot of sense to do the very best input board that I possibly could and and then just uh, just find find uh, find that everyone feels uh, feels daunted by it and I actually I actually think uh, and few people realize that is that with with, with Hypix essentially I sort of started the whole. The, the whole concept of uh, of, of splitting a, a power amplifier into a a, a, a low gain low input impedance um, power stage and then an external uh, an external input uh, input buffer um, because un- until then uh, that was always part of the uh, of, of the amplifier board so I mean other class D vendors would simply put that put those those two, two together and at some point it struck me that well, Actually, there there were people swapping out the op amp in the um, on on the input stage as that was currently on on one of our UCD boards, and I said, well, uh, in that case, uh, we, we 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 might as well simply start uh, start putting out boards that don't even have that input stage on there. And yeah, but the the idea took off to. Uh, to, 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 to such an extent that I find find commentators about on the on 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 the on the internet sort of saying that that, that that Bruno doesn't know how to do an input buffer because this and this and this company has made it made a nicer sounding one. And I, I just go, yeah, well, I've, uh, I, I mean, I I sort I sort of deliberately held back <laughs> in order to to allow that. Uh, so. um, quick question: uh, Can you switch out the op amps on the uh, on the input board? Yes, fortunately you can, um, and uh, and actually the, the way that I I, um, I use it uh, in, in 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 my own uh, audio system here in, in my office is is like that because of course I've got Mola Mola preamplifier which can uh, it can put a whopping big signal into uh, into a very very difficult load. So, uh, so so yeah, there's a, there's four jumpers on the uh, on the input board. Four jumpers oh, there is that you, can, that you can that you can actually just you can either set them to connect the, um, the, the 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 connect the input buffer or or just pass the signal straight through through from the from the input. And it's 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 useful because actually there are quite a number of uh, audio sources uh, where adding the extra input buffer, even a, even a, a fairly simple one. 
uh, actually improves improves things uh, because quite a num n number of uh, audio equipment sort of isn't that happy driving something like uh, like the inputs of a, of of of, 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 a, of a class D amplifier. So um, so so yeah, you, you, I, w I would say first thing I would do is, is is just try both options and see 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 which one works and uh, uh, and and also uh, the let's say the board is not terrifically DIY friendly because it uses surface mount components um, but but but, uh, but but those who are happy to do surface mount soldering are perfectly free to uh, to start swapping out the op amp on the on the on, on the buffer board and, uh, and 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 see what happens um because uh, be, be, because uh, what you find is uh, is, is 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 even op amps that have have sort of splendid paper specifications do not are not necessarily um are not necess necessarily um, perfectly transparent in the, in in a given setting. And actually, uh, input stages are are different. Are the most are almost the, the hardest things to do for an op amp because uh, because op amps in, in in sort of an invert inverting um, mode. Almost all op amps are pretty neutral. Use them, and mm. if you, but if you use them non-inverting, then uh, they, they, then all sort of funny things happen, which you can which you can easily measure if you sort of think twice about how you do that. Is is, is there an op amp uh, in that you would? And I'm not trying to get you to recommend someone else's stuff, but is there an op amp in general that you feel um, is your favorite or is is the most friendly to use with that interface board? That interface board. Um, so, so the interface board sells with um, with a, a, an OPA sixteen twelve in it. Uh, but uh, but it's always worth to get to try to get hold of uh, of of the um, uh, um, uh, of the OPA sixteen fifty six because it's uh, it's it, on paper it's not as good as a as a sixteen twelve. But the 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 input impedance of the up pump is much uh, much higher and more uh, and, and and much more linear. So so when used as a buffer, it uh, it, it may in quite a number of applications uh, perform better. Okay, so OPA sixteen fifty six. Cool. I'll keep that in mind because yeah, it, it does make it a little bit more difficult for well for me in general because my soldering skills are that of a three year old. Uh, but <laughs> I, I just, I don't know why I have so much trouble soldering, but, um, I do have a friend that's really good at it. So I, I will have to, um, acquire his, his, his professional skill set Um, because, um, I'm just used to the, you know, the unplug it and plug it in and try different mm -hmm. op amps like that. Actually, it's, it's something you can, you, you can learn relatively quickly. SMD is not as hard as, 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 uh, as it, as it looks. I mean, nowadays with, uh, let's say with, with the new leadless packages, that's when it, when it really gets annoying, sort of like, like, uh, like just an, an SOIC. Well, that's, that's, that's actually quite easy, uh, easy to work with and, uh, mm. and, and, uh, and, in uh, in my view, so, um, but, uh, Although nowadays I, I I can't possibly put an uh, put put an age on 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 my soldering skills, but I can put an age on my eyes, which is forty nine, and uh, and 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 I'm I'm I'm, fine, I'm finding it more more and more difficult to do fine work on account of that. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was endearing that you're you're actually as old as my brother, so uh, I thought it was fun when I saw that because uh, I'm like I wonder how old he is because okay I mean let's be honest when when we're dealing with engineers it, it's refreshing to see someone with a you know young fresh take on it 
because you're young. It's, you know you're young. It, it, it's it's amusing because I, I mean the f- first time I, I I sort of landed in a in a hi-fi mag- magazine. I must have been what yeah 2028 German German hi-fi magazine. Didn't oh, that's before. cool. Um, and so so so, so yeah, they, uh, they 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 this they, they, this this described me as uh, as as uh, as a young abortion, like uh, like a young uh, 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 like a, like a young boy or. I'd like to call it young whippersnapper, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but it's 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 a bit strange or frightening. I don't know what 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 word to put on it. That that now aged forty nine, I'm still considered uh, considered oh, yeah. young. Um, oh, yeah. So this this I mean this this actually says something about uh, 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 about how interesting our field is for younger people, and apparently not very. So, so I, I, um, I, I really hope to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to see some, uh, some, some, some young blood uh, at some point. Um, so I'd really, I'd really, really like to see to, to, to see some someone twenty years younger trying starting to challenge me seriously, uh, um, rather than the, 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 than me always being uh, being the uh, being the uh, the upstart. <laughs> Yeah, I bet at uh, you know if you go to engineering conventions, you're probably like, man, you know, I feel young here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, age has nothing to do with it. It's all about uh, your tenacity and your your willingness to innovate and to create new things. And I think you've done that. I think you've done that. Uh, you know, in spades. You know, you've you've created these these modules that sound absolutely fantastic. So. I was, like I said, I, I, I'm super, super excited to do this DIY build. I, I will keep you posted. And if I have any questions, I'll definitely ask. But I, um, I, I think I'll be okay. But, you know, is there any advice you can give me or, or give the audience who chooses to uh, take on this, this, this uh, DIY undertaking here? Well, generally... Um... It, it's the, 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 say fortunately it's uh, it, it's become quite easy um, in, 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 in that um, you, you've got companies that just just make ready-made cases even with all the holes drilled and everything and mm-hmm. and, and, and they, they, they and, and, and there's manuals around that just say say, say how you have to put everything together and just literally following the, the manual kind of IKEA style. Uh, should generally suffice to, to get you a working amplifier, but it's it's what it, it, one one of the more more puzzling things that that, that, I, that I've found over the, over the years and, and is that um, so if you sell amplifiers that then are sold both to DIY people and to um, uh, uh, and to professional people, that very often the ones who miswire stuff and 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 blow things up by by simply putting the wires wrong are the pros. Because the, the 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 DIYs they've 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 shelled out what is relatively for them a large amount of money for 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 some circuit boards, so Great. they are awfully careful about just making sure that that really every wire is where the document says that it ought to go. So it is it is quite unusual to see a DIY mess up in any serious manner. It's that's that 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 should put you at ease. Let's put it that way. That that that, that if you uh, if if you follow just as carefully as anyone else uh, the, the the instructions and uh, then 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 you're almost certain to be fine good good i, I feel better 
I do feel better, uh, but I am excited. I am excited, and I'm, I'm sourcing all the parts right now. And um, it's kind of tough for Americans because we have to go through the EU for everything. You know, for well, mm-hmm. for mo- for most things. I think Ghent Audio. Uh, I'm not sure if they're in because that's who I'm getting the case from. Um, that, 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 uh, he's in China. Okay, so we got China, and we got uh, you know I'm getting the. Um, the PSU from Audiophonics, here if I provided the, the modules, and it, it's just tough for Americans because we're like, oh man, we got to go through different different European countries to get our stuff. But uh, is there any plan to to kind of migrate this this some some maybe a distributor in America or or anything like that? Because this this is a huge. Uh, there's a huge following for DIY audio here in America. And I, I think that it, it would be just advantageous to have maybe a small distributor out here. Actually, well, uh, our drivers are distributed uh, through Madison, I believe, and, and uh, wouldn't know about the amplifiers. Because, um, again, I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm, I'm the technical guy, so I don't actually, I don't actually follow all too closely how, uh, how how even even our own sales are are organised, but um, let's say we'll always uh, we'll we'll always chiefly work uh, uh, work direct just uh, just by uh, for, for just just placing an order over the internet. It's uh, it, yeah, it is it 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 is it is a bit of a slog to do that, but you need, only need to do that once. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a lot more. It's it is definitely a lot nicer to to, to actually be part of the EU and, and 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 have everything operate so so seamlessly. I'm pretty pleased to be part of that big block. I just, I, to be honest, I want to move to the EU. I think you guys have better hi-fi than, than than Americans, and I'll say that on camera. I think the EU has way better hi-fi than America. But um, and the thing is about Americans is that they're so. They're so. I'm sure I'm going to lose subscribers for this. They're so <laughs> obsessed with things being made in the USA, and I, I keep telling them, I'm like, it's just not. It, it doesn't make any sense, uh, especially That's in. The, the, there's no point in being obsessed about it. But on the other hand, uh, on, on 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 the other hand, you, it, it 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 is a good idea to have a certain degree of the, the degree of pride. If only uh, in order to to sort of create or, 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 or as I said, foster new talent. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, the next guy in class D doesn't necessarily have to be from 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 Belgium or from Denmark. It might might very well be an American. That that's only going to happen if that person actually feels that uh, that there's that there's an interest in what he what he does. And in actual fact, in in, in Belgium for for quite a long time, uh, we've had the opposite problem. Um, which is uh, uh, which is that uh, uh, the, I think the expression is no one is a prophet in their own country, uh, and not just not not just Belgium. Generally, uh, a number of smaller European countries are sort of mistrustful when something particularly good uh, is is supposed to have come out of their own country. They, they just don't believe it has to come from 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 from, from somewhere else. It can't possibly have come, have come from here. It's it's really only recently that people have been have, 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 have been telling me like, look, I'm really so proud that this sort of thing is happening in Belgium. Um, well, so- I, I think our main issue here is that people, um, yeah, there, there's a sense of pride, but people when they find out certain parts or or the the unit itself is sourced or or built in in China or or somewhere else, um, they completely freak out. 
you know, even though it was, it could have been engineered and designed in America, if it's not put together in America or, or manufactured in America, they, they really freak out about it because they want it done here. Um, it, with the, with the financial and, and social climate we're in, uh, I mean, a lot of companies can't afford to do that. Not in America, you know, they can't afford to, to, build everything here and put it together here because they'll, they'll just go out of business. That's why yeah. they have to source out to China and, and other, and other Asian countries and, and European countries, because it just makes more sense that way. You know? It's, it, it's, it, it, it's been, it, it, it's been the market. That's, that's, that, I mean, they've, the, the, uh, I mean, a choice, a choice has been been made in the West that the, uh, that, 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 that the market is, 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 is in control uh, of everything. And, 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 and as a result, things are done where they are done, well enough and cheaply enough. So I don't think. Uh, uh, so, so I think. Uh, I think if you if you're in the market for for buying audio equipment, uh, there's there, there's no point at that point uh, at that time to uh, of, uh, of taking it out on on, on, on manufacturers who 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 have their assembly done in the in 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 the Far East. I agree. <laughs> It's it's just I mean it's it's a choice that's been made and 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 and, and this is how it's turned out and and at this this point um, I notice that well I'm not the only one that, uh, I, I notice that, that that even on on the technical and quality level there are now companies in China that can do things that we cannot do in Europe hmm. and I find that. Uh, uh, I find that that that, uh, that 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 astonishing. I mean, some something as simple as a voice coil in a in, in a loudspeaker driver. Well, uh, uh, the best manufacturer of voice coils is a huge outfit in China, hmm. um, and their technology is is absolutely sublime. Um, they 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 can can really do complicated stuff like you have, if you have, have have some sort of requirement that, that that's never been done before you just explain what you want and mm. uh, and, and and a couple of months later you've got samples and <laughs> and we can't do that 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 that, that sort of, that sort of thing neither in the EU nor uh, n- 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 uh, uh, nor in the US and oh, um, I can't do that uh, here yeah uh, that's incredible is that a problem uh, that it may or may not. It almost it almost depends more on on on, on your economical and political outlook than that than, than it does on on the facts. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, uh, Bruno, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know it's it's really really late in in Belgium, and I want to uh, to let you rest because uh, I know you you always have busy days, right? So that's once you start juggling two jobs, that, that's the kind of thing that happens. And it's funny because you play it down and you say jobs, but these are, you're running two massive companies, you know? Well, uh, well the good thing is in neither case I'm doing the running. So, uh, so, okay. so in both cases I've, I've teamed up with, uh, uh, with, 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 uh, with people in each of those, there's, there, 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 there's, there's someone who, who, who minds the shop. There's someone who, who, who looks at, at, at manufacturing and, 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 and all, all of these things. So I don't need to, uh, to, 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 uh, to, to, to mind, uh, mind any of that. And, and, and at the moment, uh, both in, in, in Germany and in, and in Denmark, I've just got such fun. I've just got a dream team in, 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 in either company. That's incredible. Um, yeah, honestly, your team on, on the Purify side has been 
very nice, very helpful, uh, super responsive. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to work on these, on these projects with you guys and, and see where we can go from there. Um, I know I kind of came out of nowhere, but, uh, I'm, you know, I, I promise you all, I will do my best, uh, to, to build it as best as I can. <laughs> you know? And I will definitely, uh, email you and, or call you when, when it's finished to tell you my, my final thoughts. But, uh, but yeah, I think the video is going to go great. And I think that, uh, you know, I think I, I want more people here in America to get comfortable with the idea of class D because a lot of the, um, a lot of the audiophile community uh, kind of gravitates towards class A, class AB because they just don't like the way class D sounds, you know, what's been available to them. They haven't heard what I, what I just heard, you know? Uh, and I, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I was one of those naysayers about class D. I'm like, ah, you know, class D it's okay. You know, whatever. It sounds kind of cold, kind of shrill, kind of, you know, and that, that was my whole feeling on it. That's why I never really, um, reviewed a lot of class D amplifiers or amplifiers in general, because there's always, you know, a really harsh opinion sometimes. But when it comes to this, it it was just so mind blowing that, you know, I I had to dig deeper, you know, I had to find out who designed it. And that's, that's one, there we go. That's you right there. Uh, Thank you for joining me. And thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, And please stay tuned because we're gonna be doing a lot more of these interviews here soon.